0: Welcome, welcome, guys. We are back for another episode of the Lock-In, sponsored by Unibet Poker. I am David Lappin. I am joined, as usual, by Tara O'Carney, except I'm not. Tara has not joined me yet. Uh, He will be joining me a bit later on, so I guess, more accurately, I am back. Um, We are commentating on the Merit Retro series here in sunny North Cyprus. It's a beautiful place, beautiful day. Uh, So sunny, in fact, that I pathetically conformed to the Irish abroad stereotype and burnt myself in the sun earlier today. there's flight gets in a little bit later on this evening. So when he gets here, I promise we will get to some of the more interesting stories. One of those stories is especially topical right now as Estrella's EPT Barcelona is coming up in a couple of weeks and there is a lack of clarity about the tax situation for European players in Spain. Darren and I will discuss this subject. But before we do, I thought I would comment on some of what we know right now. Firstly, there is, new, there is no new law, but rather uh, a junior civil servant uh, spoke out about the implementation of a law that's already on the books, which basically designates poker players as sports people uh, who might therefore be on the hook for a 24% tax on their winnings. Those comments by that civil servant have raised alarm and made a lot of players feel as though this may be the year that the Spanish tax authorities come after poker winnings of travelling players. Uh, A Spanish professor of economics working in Madrid, Jorge Ufanu, confirmed this 24% amount to me when he translated a statement from the Agencia Tributaria, uh, the Spanish Tax Administration Agency. Former guest of this show, a man you might be familiar with, uh, Pablo Rojas Martinez del Marmol, great poker player as well. He also agreed with this interpretation, adding that the way this is worded, it's still not 100% clear what's going on. Poker stars, for their part, have stated that they cannot speak on the tax affairs of any individuals, but they have assured players that money will not be withheld by Casino Barcelona, one email reply from PokerStars Live read, Casino Barcelona has confirmed that no tax will be withheld from the payouts at EPT Barcelona. As each person's situation is different and unique, we cannot advise on the taxation matters. If you have further questions, please consult with your lawyer or tax advisor or contact the Spanish tax agency by visiting their website. That's the Agencia Tributaria, that I spoke about a moment ago. Casino Barcelona do seem very relaxed about the whole thing. A number of players have communicated with Casino Barcelona who have reiterated that beyond the rake and usual fees, they will not remove any money from the prize pools. The problem there is that's not an assurance that money will not be taken at a future point by the Spanish tax authorities, who we know have gone after high-profile players historically, while there has never been a widespread money grab in this regard. There is no guarantee that there won't be one Uh, with regard to reassurances. There's no hard ones here, really. Not, Nor perhaps could there ever be offered such a thing, given the murky situation with tax in Spain. One thing I believe EPT Barcelona, though, it's already being planned for 2024. So that's kind of interesting. And I'm pretty sure that were players being taxed on their winnings at this upcoming festival or had they been at you know, other operators' vessels over the last few months. Stars would pull the plug on this, as would other operators. It would just become unviable. If you think about it, to do so would be a terrible own goal from the Spanish powers that be, as should the plug be pulled, an enormous amount of the casino's taxable revenue would be gone. And on top of that, you're talking hotels, restaurants, bars, airlines, loads of things Um, and ways that players spend their money while they're there. So, you know, it does seem like it would be a terrible, terrible decision. Having said that, it wouldn't be the first time that the taxman did something short-sighted and stupid like this. So, again, no hard assurances. Anyway, that's it for now. Darren and I will discuss this one a little bit more shortly. In the meantime, I'm going to take a little sip of my Amaretto Sour. Okay, so Dara, I laid out the facts of the matter as best I could. I know there maybe aren't facts so much as interpretations of this one in a way, but uh, I tried to simplify them, obviously regarding the EPT Australia's tax situation. We've discussed this a lot privately in the last week. Um, the lack of clarity is certainly frustrating for players. We've had a lot of players in our DMs and we've chatted to a lot of people as well. Really an independent assessment of what the tax liability is very badly needed here. One that's preferably and obviously necessarily conducted by experts in Spanish and international tax law. It feels to me like Casino Barcelona, as the host, need to do that, and Stars need to be pressing them to do so. Do you agree with that, or do you think Stars maybe have their own role in this?
1: I think Stars do have their own role in this. I mean, people see this as a Poker Stars event, so and 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 it is essentially Poker. Poker stars essentially are just kicking the ball into touch on this. They're saying, you know, it's up to you to find out what the tax situation is. Now, you know, Irish people, English people, do we have access to Spanish tax experts? I don't don't think so. Um, It it just feels like they're either kicking this, they're pushing this under the carpet or, or, or they are kicking for touch, as I said. The other thing is, like, there's lots of stories going around. I spoke to one person who had worked the event and is working the event this year and is quite senior. And they told me a number of things uh, which surprised me. They told me that first of all, the tax situation is actually pretty clear. The Spanish have said they're coming coming for tax and that they had actually requested that Casino Barcelona withhold the tax this year. And that Casino Barcelona then went to court and got a dispensation saying that it's not their job to collect tax for the Spanish tax authorities. And that's what's allowing Casino Barcelona to say unequivocally, that they won't have, they won't collect taxes because they know that they can't be legally obliged to. Now, it seems to me that Casino Barcelona are kind of saying, well, that means it's okay. And poker stars are saying, well, the casino are saying that they won't all the tax. So what's the problem? But to my mind, that's actually a bigger problem because that indicates that the Spanish tax authorities are actually serious about coming and mm. collecting this money. Even if they, they can't get Casino Barcelona to do it, they can obviously do so themselves as they have on past occasions with players like Ensan Hussein um Shemian, they, they were hit with tax bills after the event. So to my mind, it's actually far from reassuring that the, uh, the Casino Barcelona are saying that they won't be the ones withholding the tax. I just want to pick up on another thing you said earlier too, which was that uh, this event is already planned for 2024. Now, now I don't find that particularly reassuring because mm. as far as I know, the PSPCA was planned uh for for Barcelona too and actually one of the reasons why it 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 was moved back to the Bahamas was uh ta- tax worries. Um so you know events can be canceled and moved uh one, w- once new facts if if after this event the Spanish tax authorities do come after lots of foreign players and hit them with tax then stars can say okay well sorry i guess the situation is clear now and 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 the the event isn't viable anymore and, and therefore we're taking it off the calendar. So, um, and and the other thing I would say is, you know, it might even be the case that even if it's the Spanish are taking 24% tax, this might still continue. You know, uh, in America, all pretty much all tax players all sorry, in America pretty much all poker players pay tax to America, yet they go on playing live poker. It's not the case that this new 24% tax which might be levied, isn't necessarily gonna kill the event completely, although it would obviously affect the numbers.
0: Indeed, well, look, sort of backing up a bit of what you said there as well, I exchanged messages with a guy called Zach Zimbele uh, an expert in gambling and poker tax based in Las Vegas. So, you know, different jurisdiction, but the guy knows the law and can probably do a reasonably good job of interpreting the law in different places. He looked into this as best he could for me, as did a few others, I must say, and I appreciate all those people who, who went to a lot of trouble. Uh, There's obviously a, a general concern in the industry, so people sort of, <laughs> you know, all did their best. Um, he came back to me with the following opinion. He said... From everything I've read, non-residents will be subject to 24% tax. It does not appear major casinos will withhold any tax. It is unclear, therefore, how the Spanish Tax Administration will enforce the tax owed. My guess is they will require non-residents to file Spanish tax returns. Therein perhaps lies one of the reasons, What you mentioned a couple of the people there, um, Uh, Hussein and San, Ole Shemian. Uh, I actually don't know about Ole's um, situation in terms of residency, but I know Hussein uh, has, or at least had, uh, a a residence in, I think, Malaga or Marbella, somewhere in Spain anyway, and uh, he most notably got stung, probably the, the most famous example of this. So maybe it's the case that, well, if they have you on the books as a resident, they have a way to get you if you're overseas in another place it's harder but that doesn't mean they're not going to necessarily come after it Terry you and I were weighing up whether we would go to this event I, I, I guess it really felt like I think there was a, at one point we felt that we definitely were going to go then we definitely weren't and then we definitely were again and in a way we sort of hedged our bets obviously it's a stop we've really enjoyed most of the years it's yeah. been on um Barcelona's Personally, probably my favourite city to go to. Um, but one situation seemed very scary to both of us. And that was, if you sell action, so if you play a 5K or a 10K, yeah. and you sell some action to that, which I think, fair to say, we both might. Uh, I certainly would. Um, there's Richard and me. Um, you win your money, you pay out your backers, stakers, whoever bought a piece, they're delighted with that. They say thanks very much. Off they go. Let's say it's a million quid. Let's say I do really well, win the EPC or whatever it would be. And then... I've walked away with my half the money and then they come after 26% of the full amount. And then I can't go back to a backer and say, hey, sorry, I sold at 1.15, 1.2. I didn't build in the tax. They'll go, fuck off, basically, because they'd be right. Uh, and I have no recourse other than to probably pay my tax or be in serious shit. And maybe I don't even have that money anymore if it's a year or two years down the line. Maybe I've invested, maybe I have to sell a house, something that's really like disturbing to my life. So I was like, okay... The one thing we can't do, or well, I can't do, and you agreed was like you can't be in a position where you're selling action to an event at this. I think that's um genuinely like good advice that we could offer if we don't offer any more specific advice because obviously people are have to do what they they feel themselves, but that seemed to me to be the sensible approach, Dara
1: yeah, I think that's definitely true if you you definitely don't want to sell action and then you know. It would be nice to win the event, but you don't mm-hmm. want to like win the event, pay out off all your investors. <coughs> and then one or two years later or maybe even five years later, has happened with ENSAN with, uh, uh, that the Spanish tax authorities come after you. Um, and again, the same source I spoke to in London, who uh, is working the event and is, is is quite high up the chain, said that this had actually happened to Oli Shemian, mm-hmm. that they came after him after a couple of years. And he only had a tiny percentage of himself in the event in question. Jesus. And when he went back to his investors, they were like, "This was never part of the deal. We 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 bought at a certain markup, which assumed there was no tax liability. So therefore, the tax liability is all yours, which I think is actually a very reasonable uh, yeah. stance for investors to take in that situation. Like if I sold for this at markup." I wouldn't feel good about going back to people and saying, ah, it turns out I have to pay tax on this now. Um, and therefore, like, I'm going to deduct that. I, I actually wouldn't feel that that was my right. No. Um, because when people pay markup, it's, it's, it's based on the assumption, first of all, you have an edge in an event. And second of all, that if you, if you win, you're going to get paid the, the full amount. So it's, it's, it, that, that's particularly troubling for me. And because of that, you know, um, EPT events that SARS run, they always have what we call the cheap week and and, and, and the dear week. The cheap week being, you know, Estrellas, Eureka, UK IPT, whatever their regional tour is, and they throw on some other 1Ks and a 2K high roller. And then the expensive week is the EPT, which is a 5K and and and, and high rollers, which are, are larger buy-ins than that. So the way I'm looking at this is essentially there's a risk that if I ca- anything I cash for in Barcelona, the Spanish tax authorities will come after me. And actually, that uh, statement that you read from your your friend in in Vegas actually m- makes me less uh more concerned let's say um because he says he, he thinks that not only will they go after residents but that they'll re- they will re- require non-residents to file tax returns as well which means that we would have to pay as well even though we're not resident so uh, before i heard that i was assessing the risk at 25% roughly that anything i cash for the spanish will come after me and if and and you know that's just a pulled out of the air number. But if it is 25%, then the way I look at it is, there's a 25% chance I'm going to have to pay a 24% tax. Um, that's a conditional probability, so that essentially adds 6% extra to the rake. All of the events in week one are one case that I will play completely on my own, I won't sell for. Um, you swapping me, we
0: could, do, we could still do a swap.
1: Well. Yeah, and that's, so that's essentially- I'll pay your
0: tax bill and you can pay mine.
1: <laughs> that's essentially 6% extra rake. Um, which is just about, on a 1K, that's fine. Mm. And you know, as you said, Barcelona's a nice place to be. I have a feeling this might be the last time I ever go to Barcelona to play poker. So you know, might, mm, YOLO, might as well go and and, and and have one last blowout. But I'm definitely not staying for the second week. And it was my plan to play the EPT, and I was going to sell some. But as you said, can't, can't sell now. Don't want to don't want to take the risk, um, you know. Even if it's only six percent extra rake, that's an extra three hundred rake on a, on an event. is already pretty heavily raked. That's too much. That's unsustainable. I, 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 that doesn't feel like a good investment. And you know, it might be higher than twenty five percent. It might be seventy five percent. In which case, you're talking about an ex an eighteen percent rake. A lot of guys in London, where I just came from, were asking me about this, and that's the way I was explaining it to them. You just have to see this as an additional rake. Uh, which you know, in practice, it's going to be either zero or twenty four percent. But what you have to try and do is estimate the probability that that, that it will be collected. You know, if you cash for five k, I, I just can't see the Spanish going to the bother of chasing you, mm. uh, getting you to do all the paperwork just to collect their 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 one k roughly. But if you cash for a hundred k, I would be quite surprised if they didn't come after you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when we were talking about this on Twitter, because it was obviously a bit of a Twitter dialogue initially, uh, Norman Chad, always uh, hilariously funny, Norman Chad, uh, sometimes you are, um, decided to say, well, this is all a moot point, David, because obviously you'll never catch anyway, so why are you, why are you giving him back? I, I, all I could say to him was I was expressing concern for the people who took my money. But, like, let's, on, on a serious note, think about this realistically. Yes, okay, it's very unlikely I'll win the Astrayas or I'll win the EPT if I played it because it's, you know, 1,000-plus runner fields. However, you can't, like... That's so much of the money you are aspiring for. It's a once in a lifetime probably some people win a few of these, but like if you were to win that, that'd that'd be the showpiece of your career. And that might be like a huge amount of the overall money you made from poker in your career. Yeah. So to then get that fucked and and, 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 and money taken out of that would be devastating. And also the the complication of is that if if it becomes a bigger sum of money and how you spend your money or what you do with your money over there, like do you then just put twenty four percent of it you know in a little box for the next yeah couple that years, might be mine that it's not taken. that might
1: be mine but it might not be mine we definitely can't be spending it because you know again yeah. and this is all hearsay but i heard that only only after he was hit with his tax bill like you know it was more money than he had so a uh, that, a that, that is a nightmare nightmare situation and <sighs> yeah it, 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 it's very unfortunate because barcelona is a great event and i was very much looking forward to it Um, but this is definitely a huge cloud over the event.
0: Indeed. Well, look, there we have it. Not a clear-cut situation by any means whatsoever. I think it it comes across in this piece how murky the whole thing feels and how uncertain we are of decisions we're even taking. Um, But I want to be very clear, because this is important, that we're not offering any advice here on the show. We've obviously made the decision to go for the cheap week, as Dara said, but that's not necessarily something you should do. Um, We've obviously made the, the, the case about staking or if you're selling action and that being very worrisome again that's us putting ourselves in that situation and what we've made our decisions based on not necessarily advice for you but maybe just maybe by running through the scenarios ourselves we've given maybe uh, you know reason for people to think about this we thought i suppose more than anything else maybe that like a psa of sorts was required in this situation people can't go in blind yeah and to whatever degree this piece um, maybe follow up tweets follow up article or something uh, help get the word out people can make informed decisions we are gamblers we gamble from time to time this feels like more of a gamble than other situations but if you know what you're getting yourself into you, you kind of have to be okay about it if you don't and you go in blind and ignorant because you didn't hear about it maybe just maybe we've helped you find out about it and and, and make a more informed decision please tread carefully on this one um, Tara I I don't know about you, but it's getting a bit warm in this room, okay. and I, I know we have obviously we wanted to do the, the classic curtains behind us backdrop for this segment, yeah. but you know, we do want to show off a little bit of this Merit Resort, and there are some maybe more scenic spots we could have chosen, so uh, do you want to maybe do that?
1: Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that.
0: Well, it's dark out, but we found ourselves a nice spot to sit and relax, didn't we, Darren? Yeah, maybe just wait a can- second. Yes, he has to finish his dinner so i'm just going to cover him here um want to quickly plug something very exciting that's coming up on unibet the summer knockout festival is going to be here on the 27th of august running through to the 3rd of september that's one of those shorter festivals i think they encompass a couple of weekends but shorter festivals that seem to be much more popular these days with our regs and uh, you can kind of go in there battle for the leaderboard and uh, it's not too much of a time commitment, there might even be a sneaky day off in there somewhere, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it's a 300k guaranteed series, so pretty big. Uh, all events will be PKO or KO, Sarah, that suits you there because you know you love the uh, the PKO's and the KO's right?
1: Yeah I do yeah, um, second book was on PKO's. Uh, PKO's weren't that common on Unibet until recently, so it's great to see an actual full series.
0: Yeah, I uh, I
1: actually did win one. Uh, I, I, I knew you were going to Yeah, no, sorry, yeah. I thought you were going to team me up. I was gonna, I was we're gonna, supposed to be, supposed to be a partnership. i was going to say it, but I mean, it's better that you did yourself. Okay, so. Everybody can see what a braggart you are.
0: We, we have had one of these before now. It was called the Slobberknocker Series and uh, I did manage to win the leaderboard of that one. I think Barry Gardner might have managed to win the low leaderboard. So basically, chip race dominance across the board. Um, It will be two tiers again, similar to that one. Uh, So there's a sort of a five to 25 tier and then a 25 and up tier. So depending on your bankroll, you can do a bit of either. Um, We're also gonna be bringing in some phase tournaments. Now we have some one-off phase tournaments coming up here. One that celebrates the Women's World Cup, I know coming very soon. But we're gonna use this format and have two events of this nature, one $5, and won 25 twenty-five dollar. And I, I thought I'd ask you, Dara, with a few of these getting into the mix, and I suppose it's a fairly new innovation from UniBet. What does this allow us to do? And what do you think of phase tournaments generally? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, phase tournaments have I mean, been around for a while. The idea is that you basically play true to, to, to the next level. A lot of people mistake them for satellites, but that's not what they are. There. No, you bring your own chips, you forward. Your chips forward. So it's, it's so it's like a normal tournament, but you just. Have a have you know day one is a phase to day two is a phase to day three etc etc, um, and it does allow you to have lots and lots of day ones, which I think was the original attraction. Um, the sites saw that they could you know run a phase every every day or in some cases even several times a day and then it, it all builds up to a big day two on sunday
0: exactly it ends up with a big prize pool uh, people can fire multiple times they play multiple phases and each phase in this case will play to the money so that's kind of fun you basically play your session sort of from the beginning you can late it if you want and play to the money and then you know you're in there on the sunday final or whatever it happens to be and i really like that i think that's great it's going to enable us to build some bigger prize pools maybe than we have before um there will also be a 45k super main event in this one that's pretty ginormous there might be a chip race event I don't know I haven't discussed it yet with the pairs of people we try and get a chip race tournament on the schedule at some point too it's gonna to be 7k in additional money via leaderboards that's all based on bounties in this case which I like it's not based on how well you do in the tournaments based on how many bounties you take across the festival which is a fun innovation a little bit different and uh, allows people like me who just like play any two cards like a lunatic to just knock people out take them out by the scruff of the neck right there
1: yeah I remember a few people the painting last time uh i ah, know they didn't uh,
0: no no, no um, one complained everyone was you, very not, happy
1: for not, me not to not to you but they <laughs> to me that it just allowed people with big bankrolls to play like a span and farm and get lots of bounties that way but i mean the the counter argument to that is that when you do have somebody doing that then they're giving up a lot of equity i did not um how and, dare you you know you can obviously it's super annoying when it forces you to wait for a hand and when you eventually do get your aces up 6-2 gets there. I hear now, there's no six twos
0: now. There might have been a few Jack Queens, but no 6-2s. I promise, I promise. Anyway, final thing I want to ask you about, Dara, because this is all sort of coming together in a way. We've got a U.S. on the horizon, I know as well. Always loved that. But in general, Unibet's kind of hopping at the moment. And that's been something that I'm very excited to brag about because, um, you know, I obviously take credit for it as, uh, you know, one of the main yeah. ambassadors. And uh, I just feel like it's probably our raw sex appeal
1: that's driven this. Well, you're such a good ambassador. I think a lot of that is down to just the tournament schedule is so much better these days. It used to be the case a few years ago when people asked me about Unibet, I used to say, "Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's primarily a cash game site. It's great for cash games. It's great value. Any of our regs will tell you that it's softer than the other sites, and the, um, the, just it's a generally better place to play." We also have the our, our version of spinning goes the Hexa Pros, where you get liquidity in from other. Uh, Parts of the business, and that actually makes those very juicy as well. And I used to kind of feel a little bit embarrassed about the tournament schedule. Said, Yeah, there's a few tournaments tonight and they're half decent, but the reality was, there really wasn't that many tournaments, at least for the mid sticks and higher levels. Mm. Um, Andy Payton has completely overhauled uh, that, and now it's actually on a par with most of our competitors. Um, so, shout out to Andy, uh, he brought more knockouts in, he got rid of rebuys, which we were. Uh, we were always debt time. on those yeah yeah particularly rebuys rebuy add-ons where the add-on was larger but the a lot of people satellited in and they, and they weren't able to afford the add-on so that was particularly not great for them so getting rid of those was an innovation and i mean we attended a meeting where andy presented the new schedule and it was clear that andy had done an enormous amount of research incredible he much, had yeah. looked at what worked on other sites what didn't work what he thought would work with our pool worked at the price pool the price points you know i have thought of like what are the biggest games on every site and why and then built it around that and it really shows now we have a very good nightly schedule We've good weekend games as well and i actually think that that's what's really driven it recently it's that was kind of like our week's link until fairly recently but now now it's actually a strength i think it's just that
0: we're handsome and the competition are shy
1: yeah, well, <laughs> we are one of the few sites left with ambassadors now. So.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Bang, bang from O'Carney right there before we say goodbye. Anyway, this segment has clearly been sponsored by Andy Payton. Uh, thanks for that, Andy.
1: We appreciate that. Yeah, Andy, uh, send uh, yeah. the money PayPal. Yeah, I just
0: like cash. Just cash for yeah. me, please.